Museo Mondays with Kyan and Jade talking all things music starting in three, two, one. Welcome back to Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade where we keep you up to date with everything that is happening in the music industry. This episode we're going to talk about Jimmy Fallon who's made a new pandemic thing Christmas song with some pretty big artists so we'll get into that. Ed Sheeran almost killed Elton John recently so we'll tell you about that and Madonna has called out 50 Cent for something so we'll go into that and of course letting you know our favourite songs from the week. So Jimmy Fallon, he's a talk show host, everyone knows him, hilarious. He's released a brand new song for Christmas called It Was A Masked Christmas and on it is Megan Thee Stallion and Ariana Grande, massive names. So you already see those two and you're like, damn, this is going to be a good song. Mm -hmm. Then you see Jimmy Fallon, you're like, damn, this is going to be good and funny. Yeah, yeah, basically. (laughs) I was, you know, not going to lie, I was so like dumbfounded to see that he could actually sing. Yeah. I don't know whether this is the power of auto-tune and technology, (laughs) but I was very dumbfounded. I was like, he actually kind of sounds good. I know. Like, album when? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, who? Album when? (laughs) What? But um, I can't get over the chorus. It's basically like, you know, Wham's Last Christmas. There's a parody of that, pretty much. Yeah. I really like the music video of this one. I think it's just so fun. <laughs> I remember watching it with you and we were just like sat there just like, yeah. <laughs> and Ariana Grande is just gorgeous in it. Oh my goodness. She's adorable. You know what I've always said? You can't have it all and she has it all and it annoys me. She's beautiful, skinny, can sing, can, can act. act and can write. What can't she do? She can't grow taller than five foot seven. <laughs> is that even bad? Like I don't understand. No. <laughs> But yeah, Ariana Grande, she's just perfect at everything. You know it's how you know how some people they're like a triple threat because they're good at singing, dancing, acting. She's like a quadruple threat. Like J Lo. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with these people? It's just unfair. Like it's they unfair. obviously have their own stuff and their own life that they deal with. But like Ariana Grande, pick a struggle, please. But isn't it a little bit bad that like us as humans have to like find somebody else's downfall to think better about ourselves? That is very sad. Okay. Anyways, moving back to music. <laughs> um. So yeah, Jimmy Fallon's new song. Go check it out. It's a masked Christmas. Very groovy. <laughs> it's just a funny song. Like you wouldn't put it on over Christmas lunch, but you would listen to it and be like, huh, nice. I would totally put that on over Christmas lunch. Of course you would. <laughs> So while we're on the topic of kind of like Christmassy music, yeah, and Sheeran and Elton John came out with a song, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect Christmas song. It is. It is good. But Ed, in a recent interview, revealed when they were filming the music video for this one, he almost killed Elton John. Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine, if he had? imagine the insurance bill. Like, oh my god! Like as Elton John is coming back on the scene, you know, guns are blazing. He literally. is topping the charts. <laughs> Ed Sheeran slept. Die. <laughs> no Christmas There can you. only be one. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they were shooting the music video and Ed was dancing, like up on the stage part while Elton was on the keys, piano. Yeah. Um, and he kicked the little present, which had a huge metal bell on it. And the metal bell swung through the air, just missing Elton's head. Just. Could you imagine the horror going through his body? (laughs) Out of all the people you could almost kill, you don't want to kill Elton John. (laughs) He's like the granddaddy of icons in the music industry in this day and age. He totally is. And he's so polite as well. Yeah. He would have just been like, oh, jolly. (laughs) Good riddance. Ed said that um, the horror through his body was just too much for him to handle. He just froze. It would have been like that. You would have been just 
stuck until it went straight past him. I would have passed away. Like, just died. Just ran. Flatline. <laughs> just flatline on the spot. Like. So, Ed Sheeran and Elton John's new song, what do you think about it? Um, look, I'm not really the biggest fan of Christmas music. Her Grinch. How rude. I don't eat glass for breakfast. <laughs> do you like it? I do like it. I think it's very catchy. It's kind of hard to produce a Christmas song that stands out because every artist produces a Christmas oh, yeah. song. It would be really hard to make be like, oh, let's make a Christmas song this year. How do we make it stand out? How do we make it beat Mariah Carey? Yeah, I was literally just thinking... Because you think of the even the phrase, like, Christmas song, you hear Mariah Carey. It just, just her, it's like sleep paralysis, Honestly, but it's Mariah Carey. <laughs> she's the queen of Christmas. Her and Michael Bublé, they just dominate Christmas. What is it with you and Michael Bublé? <laughs> I love the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, for a bit of context, Jade, for <laughs> the past, I don't know, God knows, probably about a month or so, every single time something to do with Christmas is brought up, Michael Bublé. Oh my god, Michael Bublé. And I'm, I just don't understand your obsession with him. Because he's perfect. And it's Christmas time. I didn't talk about him for 11 months of the year and you're lucky. It is my one month where I can talk about Michael Bublé every day. <laughs> and no one can say anything. You do talk about it every day and we say something. <laughs> I just don't listen to you. So, moving on from the Christmas stuff, because we've all had a lot of Christmas lately. <laughs> Madonna has called out 50 Cent for poking fun at her recent bedroom photo series on Instagram. I didn't know 50 Cent was still, like, a thing. <laughs> Do you know, 50 Cent kind of has, like, this past of being kind of, like, attacking towards women, I feel. I've seen his name... And something to do with attacking a woman, like, like mm. verbally. Mm. Quite a few times. And it's kind of annoying me because it's like 50 Cent. You've got good music, so don't be a misogynistic asshole. Otherwise, I won't be able to listen to you. <laughs> Obviously, Madonna has shared some risque photos online. And the last photo, because it was like a reel, the last photo was shown of her bottom legs in fishnet tights sticking out from under the bed. And 50 Cent mocked the image by photoshopping it onto a still from Wizard of Oz, showing Madonna's legs sticking out from underneath Dorothy's house, which crushes the Wicked Witch from the East in the film. I think it's not okay to, like, bully other people Mm. and to, like, would you say berate is a good word? Or to just, like, kind of, like, pick apart their appearance Mm -hmm. kind of thing? Yeah. Um, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Um... And I feel like this is something that you and I could do to each other and we would take it as a joke. Yeah. But judging from what's happened, they're not that kind of friendship. They don't have that kind of friendship. You could do that as like a friend if you know that they could physically take that as a joke and would be funny with it and be fine with it. But I don't think that this is the right way. Like, it's funny. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But she obviously hasn't found it funny. Yeah. And especially because, like, it's Madonna, which is, like, her own genre in herself, and then 50 Cent. They're, like, completely different different worlds. But also, you got to think about Madonna and Drake's friendship. But also, Madonna is, like, an icon and has been around for, like, so many years. She was, like, the... I remember she got in so much trouble because, like, she was dancing with, like, gay people in churches and stuff like that back when it was very conservative and very, like, wrong to do that. Kind of that so like people are, like people have always said that she's kind of like the pioneer to like how today is with the media kind of stuff like that mm. i've seen a lot about that mainly on rupaul's drag race so <laughs> <laughs> do your own research credible source <laughs> 
I think 50 Cent meant this as a joke, but Madonna's come out and said that she does not find this funny. She accused 50 Cent of talking smack about her on her Instagram stories on Thursday. She said, here is 50 Cent pretending to be my friend. Now you have decided to talk smack about me. She wrote that beside a photo of like a throwback photo of them and then said, I guess your new career is getting attention by trying to humiliate others on social media. The least elevated choice you could make as an artist and as an adult. So she went off. I'm I'm excited for you to read out the next slide. (laughs) (laughs) So then she continued. (laughs) It's getting juicy. You're just jealous you won't look as good as me, as me or have as much fun when you're my age. Too bad there are no sour grape emojis. But she spelt emojis wrong. <laughs> she spelt it like E-M-O-G-E-E-S. Oh, Madonna. I just want to, like, cherish her. <laughs> Poor darling. I oh, know. 50 Cent hasn't said anything um, that we know of at this point of recording, which is Friday the... 17th of December. 17th of December. Um, but he has removed the meme from his page. So I guess that's his response. Um, Mm. But I remember when this came out, like, it was featured on Vogue and, like, everybody was talking about it because they were, like, there's all these, like, Photoshop things came out about her because Mm. they were saying, like, nobody at that age could, like, have zero wrinkles and look literally like a fake human. Yeah. Um, Which I suppose, like, she's got the money to, like, do plastic surgery. So, like, I she it might not be Photoshopped, but it also probably is. Because even people with perfect, quote-unquote, perfect skin... And stuff like that all get photoshopped. They're like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I think just do whatever makes you happy kind of stuff, you know? Mm. And you're not, you're not ugly. You're just poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell myself every day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if you remember, but um, Madonna actually took like aim at um, Instagram bosses for taking down the photo shoot that we're talking about because her nipple was exposed in some of the snaps. Do you think they should have been taken down? I'm all free of the nipple. Because why can a man post a photo with his titties on there? But a woman can't. Because people are sexualizing something that it's meant to be used for feeding the young. Yeah. He's sexualizing a form of food. That's like you grabbing a piece of bread and going, ooh, that's so hot. Hmm. I get that. I understand the whole free the nipple movement. But I think that it is okay for Instagram to have taken it down because it was a risque photo shoot. Whereas if it was just random, it would be okay to be up like and that's probably where that argument comes in of yeah. like why are men allowed to if it's a normal thing but since she's like saying in interviews and stuff it was like a sexual photo shoot that's it probably... definitely is like the suggestive poses that she is mm. she was in i kind of saw it and i was like whoa but also madonna's kind of known to doing shocking stuff so like yeah i really wasn't like that shocked when yeah. i saw like madonna's name so i was like oh okay but um she did actually end up resharing these but covered her nipples with little heart stickers Cute. One thing I did want to talk about is Sting. Yeah. They've came out with a new album. Ooh. And they say that the album has been overshadowed by the likes of Adele and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> this is his 15th album. It's called The Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it came out around about the same time as like Adele's 30, Ed Sheeran's Equals. And like he said he knows he can't compete with the megastar's popularity. He's not concerned, but he said, I'm not in a pit with Ed Sheeran or Adele. I think they're great. This is the best time to release a record, even if it's overshadowed. This guy's he's 70 years old and he's still out there like, yep, me, Adele and Ed Sheeran. Yet we're all up there at the albums being released this year. <laughs> I might be overshadowed by them, but that's OK. <laughs> like, come on, mothballs, go back to your nursing home. <laughs> like, 
I just find that funny. It is funny. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get overshadowed, but that's okay. This is the best time to release an album. It reminds me of that the, the senator um, in Australia. People are entitled to their sexual proclivities. You know, I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. You know, but I ain't spending any time on it because in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. <laughs> That's what this reminds me of. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Has the same sort of energy. <laughs> yeah. So Sting said that the pandemic was like a direct source of information and inspiration for new music and admitted that the album came as a bit of a surprise following the shutdown of his musical, The Last Ship. Do you know what this musical's about? No. Let's take guesses and then look it up. You Uh-oh. go first. <laughs> Probably about the war. I'm going to say it is about pirates and it is like the last ship to come into somewhere and then they get lost or something. That's what I'm thinking it is. So I've just Googled it and it's about building ships. <laughs> Good job, Sting. Glad you're still... It's inspired by Sting's own childhood experiences and the shipbuilding industry. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um... Midnight Oil, they've said that they're having their last ever tour in 2022, but they've always tackled every tour like it's the last, but this time it actually will be. That's what Peter Garrett said, one of the members. I actually remember this because they are coming to Blues Fest in Byron. Yeah. When's Blues Fest? Uh, it's around April next year. Probably, True. I think it's like April 24. So is that their last concert then, Blues Fest? Their last, it'll be like their last concert here. And they also said that they will soon be releasing their 15th studio record, Resist. They did, however, say that um, this will not be the end of Midnight Oil. They remain very open to recording new music together in the future and supporting causes in which they believe, but this will be their last tour, a representative for the band wrote in a statement. So at least they're still together. They're just not touring. Yeah. Well, you also got to think they're getting old too and they've got to take care of their own physical health. You know, mm. I would say like touring and live shows probably does a lot more on the body compared to like just recording in a studio. Oh, 100% living on the road and everything. Must be tough. And you're not close to your doctor and your family. Yeah. So <laughs> their final tour is kicking off in Tasmania at a festival. Monofoma Festival. Hmm. And we'll conclude in Sydney. Okay. Moving on to our favorite songs of the week. Okay, so my favourite songs of the week, one that I didn't think that I would genuinely like, um, Ride or Die by Sydney Youngins and A Girl. It's very much like old R&B kind of vibes. Mm. I really love it. And like normally I don't really like Australian rap music. I just feel like like the older stuff, like, you know, like Bliss and Esso and kind of like Hilltop Hoods is good, but like the newer stuff, like I'm not really a fan. Yeah. But like, yeah, I actually quite enjoy this song. And Life Goes On by Oliver Tree, Trippy Red, Ski Mask, The Slump God. That went viral on TikTok. You'll definitely know the song. I'll yeah. play it to you. Um, also, Go Crazy, Lil Xan, Iman Beck, and KDDK. Those are my favorite songs of the week. What are yours? So I've actually got a cover, which was my favorite song of the week. Um, Milky Chance, they sing, like, Stolen Dance. Um, they covered Tainted Love and Oh My God. <laughs> it's on YouTube. I think it was for, like, it might have been for, like, one of those Triple J, like, a version, I think, maybe? But they covered it. Oh, it's just so good. Absolutely amazing. And it's just, like, his chill vibes, but the song Tainted Love, like, you know, what a cover is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my other favorite song of the week is from Rule. 
He's a Sydney-based singer, I'm pretty sure, and he came out with a song called Growing Up Is, and it's just basically saying Growing Up Is X, Growing Up Is X, and it just lists all these different things, and it's really good, and it's kind of different oh. to other Rule songs, I think, like a little bit. Mm, like, oh my god, I have been obsessed with this song. Good. So you should be. Mm-hmm. And so should you. <laughs> He's actually um, releasing his debut album next year. He said it should be out by the time Splendor comes around in July. It should be out. <laughs> but also, we've been waiting for an album for how many years? Can we also take a moment of silence just to um, be sad that we didn't secure tickets for Splendor? 100%. If you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, don't forget to follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast. You know, Spotify is usually the main one that we post on, but you know, Apple Podcasts, etc. Also, head over to our head over to Spotify to go onto our official Muso Mondays playlist where all of the songs that we talk about will be added each week. And also head to our Instagram and Facebook, Muso Mondays. Give us a follow there. And that has a link to all of our stuff that you need to know and all of our different places where you can find us. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Muso Mondays with Kyan and Jade.